Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Rooted with Yams, a podcast where we talk about all things womanhood, where we are getting rooted in who we are and empowering ourselves to achieve the maximum reach of our branches. This is a space where we can just, you know, talk it out and air it out as we are figuring out how to be the woman we aspire to be now in the present. Now, I know that's a cute little mission statement or whatever, but sis, what are some actual things that can help me see this come into fruition? When does the rubber meet the road, you know? Well, my friends, my people, all who choose to listen, today I bring to you a five-part series in what I believe are the major keys to unlocking our womanhood. So I'm super excited to bring this five-part series to life. Finally, I've had little notes written down about it, but I was just waiting for the right time, you know, and then I decided, look, there is no time like the present. So here we are today. Here you are. Here I am. And let's just get into it, okay? Like I said, it's a five-part series. Um, We're going to start a little light and then it's going to get heavier, a little bit heavier, but not too deep, okay, because it's never that deep. But um, today, the first episode, we are going to talk about cooking essentials. This is a major key alert. I believe a major, a major key to unlocking our womanhood is just having our cooking essentials in the bag, having that bag secured, especially if you are like a grown-up, you know, like we got to get that together. Now, what inspired this first part, this um, major key being cooking, is my baby sister, actually. She nearly set the whole entire house on fire trying to boil four eggs, okay? Like, a whole mess. I was taking a nap peacefully, and then all I hear is, like, screaming, and she's like, yeah, Mio, help, help, and I was like, oh, my goodness, what is this girl doing? And sure enough, like, there was just smoke all up in the kitchen. I was like, Daisy, what are you doing? And she's like, I was trying to boil some eggs for us. I was like, boiling simple eggs, Daisy, simple eggs. This is what happened when you try to boil simple eggs. Oh, my goodness, a mess. So... Of course, Yamio to the rescue. I saved the day. I saved our house. Um, I saved our insurance rates going through the roof. I deserve a pat on the back. But it also taught me like, damn, Daisy, I was baking baked potatoes, cooking like full course meals before I was 10 years old. And here you are. But anyways, I think that has more to do with her being the baby of the family and me being the oldest. Um, But it just got me thinking about how Cooking is so important for us as women and not on some domestic type mess like before y'all jump on me, I'm not even talking about that at all, but just for our health, 
and as a survival, like a survival tool. You know how people pose the scenario like if you're stranded on an island or whatever, if the apocalypse came, something like that, you know, do you have the skills to survive? And I feel like cooking is one of those skills essential to our survival, number one. Number two, essential to our health, which in majority of families, the woman or the mother has um, plays the major role in determining the health outcome of that entire household. So hello, we got to be in control of that. And then number three, cooking is just going to save you some money. Y'all know I am the most frugal person on this planet. So I would advocate any day that you cook over going out to the restaurants any day, any single day, that will be my choice. So let's jump into it. I have some kind of conspiracy theories maybe, um, but I really feel passionately about this. So I just want to give y'all a brief little insight to my emotions, my perspective when it comes to cooking, and maybe this will become a major key for you too. Okay, well, for starters, I have said this in a podcast before, but my family has been extremely monumental in shaping my views of health and like my sense of health consciousness. So it's really the best legacy my family could have ever left me because it's something that could be passed out, passed down uh, forever, like regardless of the circumstance, situation. Or occasion. So I'm really grateful that this is just a value that I've always had, like health. Um, and for those who, who maybe that wasn't really instilled upon you um, from an early age, it is never too late. Like I have seen so many people uh, turn their lives around and um, because of maybe sickness in their family or things that just weren't really working out for them. And it's just never too late, okay? It's never too late to change uh, your lifestyles. It takes a couple a couple steps to, to form a new uh, routine. But with strategy, with accountability, anything is possible. So I just wanted to say that off the bat. I know I come from like a more privileged background where that was instilled in me in a young age. Anyways, um, my whole thing with health, right, is that we have so much power over the, the foods that we eat, okay? And we always have to look at situations and things that we can control versus things that we cannot control. So with so many health diseases out there that stem from a poor nutrition or a, a lack of a healthy lifestyle, I just feel very heavily that we need to be more intentional in controlling the control, controllable variables, you know? So nutrition is legit the best form of preventative health care and, you know, the best form of insurance, really, if you want to talk about it, it's the best form of insurance that anyone can offer to themselves. So I just want to empower us all um, to learn how to prepare healthy and delicious meals Um there's this one YouTube video with DJ Khaled. Well, it obviously wasn't a YouTube video. It was like an interview or something that made it on YouTube. That's where I saw it. But DJ Khaled is just talking like he does. <laughs> and he said something so important that 
just reminded me that this country is a business looking after themselves, okay? So in an ideal society, in an ideal America, in an ideal world where we claim to truly value um, the health and well-being of our citizens, well, in an ideal world, like medical insurance companies, hospitals, physicians, and other healthcare professionals as a collective, they definitely have the resources to effectively eliminate foods, cultural practices, and norms that are proven to lead to high rates of obesity, cardiovascular disease, and like some of the top killers, like top, top killers in men and women of our society. But you know, they got their own families, they got their own businesses, they got their own mouths to feed and their own well-being to look after. So they low-key need us to be sick. They low-key need us to be addicted to fast food and all these um, like habits and lifestyle behaviors that cause our body to deteriorate so much faster than it would if we would subscribe to a healthier lifestyle. So, you know, I understand it's business, it's nothing personal, but at the same time, like, it doesn't really line up with our overall values, how we're supposed to take care of each other and look out for each other. I feel like there are so many other means to profit without people dying every day from the epidemic of diabetes and cardiovascular disease and obesity being the like one of the five morbid traits that is a central factor to all of these killers. So I don't mean to sound like, you know, a conspiracist or anything or sound too like invested, but I I low-key am invested and I want you guys to be invested too because don't sleep, y'all. Don't sleep on these addictive ingredients that are in our restaurant foods and our store-bought foods and our packaged foods. Don't sleep on the way the market and the grocery pricing um, contradicts, you know, like everything that would just make sense. Don't don't sleep on um, the way the setup is in the grocery store, the way the aisles are set up, the way your grocery cart is organized by the time you go to check out. Don't sleep on this epidemic of diabetes and heart disease, especially like lean in, lean in close, especially if you are a person of color, like they really don't want us here, first of all. So, and these killers are killing our our demographic the most. So really, y'all need to stay woke. Don't sleep. Don't give them that satisfaction, okay? You got to be here. You got to be out here alive. You got to be out here healthy and strong in order to be impactful and to be useful and to be a contributing member to this really messed up society, okay? It makes sense, though. It makes sense. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, so, sorry. Back to cooking essentials. That's what we're talking about here. Cooking I don't know how you could disagree, but cooking is central to any study, any practices from nutritionists, dietitians, and healthcare providers who have a special interest or focus in nutrition as a preventative um, healthcare measure. So cooking is the foundation, like whether you like it or not, whether I like it or not, it's something we do have to take time to cultivate the skill, especially um, how to 
substitute unhealthy, maybe greases, butters, and oils for healthier options and just manipulating ingredients and just manipulating uh, what we're putting in the pot, in the oven, in the stove, whatever. So, um, yeah, so that is a foundation. Cooking interventions are also used everywhere, like everywhere cooking interventions are used. I've seen it uh, through my volunteer work, especially like we had cooking classes every single week, just open to community, um, just to motivate and encourage people that, you know, you can do this. These are short, easy recipes that are uh, very healthy, very cost effective, that your kids will love, your family will love. And, um, you know, you can start to build that foundation and pass that along and just instill a healthy vibe in your household. So with cooking interventions being so proven to be so powerful and impactful in in changing uh, a person's health outcome, uh, why not? Like, why are we not participating in this move? Why are we not participating in this very, very healthy wave? I don't, I don't get it. Cooking interventions are used everywhere to bridge the gap differences between the number of health issues that we have and that we face. Even, um, what's it called? Medical schools, like medical students, some of them are having cooking classes as part of their curriculum and their patient care um, training. So it's not just individuals like those earthy, hippie, like weird people who value health like to certain extremes but it's starting to become alarming like the amount of illnesses and deaths that are that could have been taken care of through preventative health measures are starting to really alarm people that they're even starting to uh, make it part of a medical students extremely busy extremely um, tasking and tedious curriculum they're they're adding cooking classes, okay? I'm sure some med students are sitting there like, it ain't that deep, but obviously your administration thinks it is that deep. So we need to, as individuals, also realize that it is a serious, serious issue. So to recap, to bring us back full circle, I just want to say that this country is not set up for us to be healthy, it is a business mindset, and a lot of money comes from us being sick. So it is our responsibility to take ownership of our health and our behaviors and our lifestyle, and a big part of that can be seen through our cooking essentials. So get your cooking essentials, get your bag, secure it, lock and chain it. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Put a nice code that only you and your family will remember. You need to have this bag very secured um, for your well-being and for the well-being of all those who you impact and you have the potential to influence as a thriving, successful, beautiful, vibrant, healthy woman. You can only be successful if you're healthy. That's the only way. So I want us all to be successful, all of us women, everybody really, but particularly us, we need to be successful. We cannot just let our own health slip between our fingertips. We can definitely control it. And it sounds hard. I hope I'm not sounding like very ignorant. I really am trying not to sound ignorant and insensitive to actual real life struggles that can hold someone back. But 
I do want to say, if you are capable, you know, like, take ownership of this. And if you're not capable at the moment, be thinking about how when you are capable of it, you will take ownership of your health, number one. But also be seeking opportunities to tweak your measures, your behaviors here and there, and just throw in some cooking skills, you know, spice it up a little bit every once in a while if you can. Everyone is able to. Um, where there is a will, say it with me. Amen, amen. There is a way. Okay, hallelujah. So that's pretty much it, you guys. I just, I wanted this first major key to just um, focus on our health because before any of the other keys, actually next week key is also very health related. Actually, all of them <laughs> are kind of health related. But a major key to us being successful, thriving women is for us to be healthy. And the first thing we can do is lock down these cooking essentials. And there it is, y'all. We made it through our first major key. Thank you guys for listening and subscribing to this podcast. Um, and I'm actually going to ask the same thing as I always ask, but I'm especially going to repeat it in this series. Make sure to rate this podcast and leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment on SoundCloud. And this one is a new one, okay? It's a big one. And, you know, I'm going to present it as a challenge to you, a challenge to all of us to share, to share it with your friends. Now, I know not everybody really listens to podcasts, but I'm always sharing podcasts with my friends, especially sermons and then like really funny ones from The Read or Getting Grown with Jade and Kia. If their conversation at the kitchen table was really impactful to me, I always share it with my friends and it's not weird at all. So if you're like if you're liking what you hear and you would like to continue to support me, uh, share this with your friends, yeah? And, you know, everyone can join in in this conversation. Email me at rootedwithyams at gmail.com. Um, and that's about it, okay? Share your favorite episodes. I think my favorite episode up to date is Girlfriends, I want to say. I think that's been my favorite episode. So definitely... Find one that you like, find one that resonated with you or that you feel would resonate with somebody else. Share it with them and invite them to join this conversation and to join us as we talk about the major keys to unlocking a woman. Bye-bye.